Hello and welcome to another episode of Archaeology Southeast Digs Deeper. I'm your host Emily and I'm here today with our Institute of Archaeology placement student, Alex Allen. Hi everyone. Right, so I'm speaking to you at your accommodation because you're on stay away at the moment, right? Out in the field. I am, yes. So, yeah, yeah, tell me about your day. Uh, So currently I'm staying over in Kent um, and the site that I'm on at the moment is a pre-medieval occupation site that we're working on. Uh, We've currently uncovered uh, a, a building as we're stripping some of the area um and we've been uh-huh. working on some uh, medieval ditches as well so it's it's been a really fun day oh great so what have you been digging today what kind of feature uh, i've been doing a what's called a relationship slot between two ditches Ooh. um right so i've been trying what's to what's the purpose of that uh, so trying to find which ditch came earlier or later than the other um so we can get a, a better idea of um, the layout of the area. That's really cool. And so I guess that'll help with um, understanding, yeah, time sequence and, you know, if any bones come out of it, it's always really useful for us to know which ones came earlier. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Looking, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, so for those people listening who might not know what um, your placement is all about, who might not know of our kind of relationship with the Institute of Archaeology. Mm-hmm. Obviously, ASE is a part of the Institute of Archaeology. We're part of the Centre of Applied Archaeology at UCL. Um, and there's this great degree which you're doing that is a BA Archaeology with placement year. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your about your degree, about the placement year? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, how you decided you wanted to do it, what you've been enjoying... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so the the BA Archaeology with the placement year is uh, a four year degree um, pathway mm-hmm. that incorporates uh, three years of uh, studying at the Institute of Archaeology. Um, mm-hmm. You do two years of study and then your third year is uh, a placement with Archaeology Southeast. Um, mm-hmm. where you get to work with experts in the field and in other specialist areas such as zoo archaeology, um, uh-huh. archiving, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and some uh, post-excavation work um, such as finds washing and uh, analysis of pot and metals. Right, um, so you like really get to see the whole process, that's the amazing thing about this degree definitely yeah so you you get really in depth in every uh, aspect of archaeology southeast and the work that they do and you can really uh, see what might take your interest a bit more as well um if you wanted to take archaeology further than just your degree right yeah i'm like i'm so jealous of you doing this degree when we first introduced this what two years ago now Mm. I remember thinking, oh my God, like, what? <laughs> I want to do this. Like, I want to do this right now. I want to be able to be taken through, you know, from from site to archive, the whole process. I think it's something that would give everybody um, a, a much more in-depth look at the process that they're involved in. And, you know, quite a lot of the time, I think, as specialists, we, we do our little job, you know, the 
for me, the bones come in from site, I analyse them and then send my report off. And that's it, you know, I sit in this very, very well-defined gap and sometimes I deviate out and, and talk to the <laughs> talk to the strat author and get involved in other stuff. Um, when, when I started at ASC, I also did um, some environmental processing, so I know a bit about that side as well, which I guess you'll be you'll be doing soon enough or have you already done some some environmental flotation yeah I've done some uh flotation work I've done Mm -hmm. um some sorting of the um organic materials that come out of that as well um I've spent a bit of time with some of the geoarchaeologists um oh yeah in in the lab where we've been uh analyzing borehole um yeah of course it's been it's been really fun to explore all of that yeah I this is yeah again this is one of the little things that I was doing a, a very little bit of at the very beginning um to kind of complement the zooarchaeology and it really did increase my understanding of, of development-led archaeology and and how material moves through the office and what processes the material has been through by the time it gets to me so yeah I, basically can I please do your degree? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like I've already got three, but <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. I spoke to some of the other uh, people out in the field, and uh, one or two of them have only done a month's placement, and they really wish that they could have done it for longer. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your degree uh, before you came here as well. So, mm-hmm. like, what did you? What did you already think that you liked about archaeology? You know, had you done much field work? And how are you kind of applying things that you've learned on your placement year? Yeah, so uh, before I started my degree, I hadn't actually done any kind of field work or really uh, explored archaeology that well. Um, Yeah, me neither. (laughs) So, yeah, so it was really nice to be able to, to find a degree pathway that sort of gives you that ability to explore everything. Uh, since I've started, I've done uh, a couple of weeks field work at the end of my first year. Uh, and mm. then I spent another month in Portugal excavating a site Ooh. over there, which is really good. I really enjoyed That's that. That's very fancy. <laughs> yeah. So you get uh, like 70 days worth of field work that you can do in your first two years. Um, mm. And I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to go out to Portugal and, and do a dig there where UCL uh, and the Institute of Archaeology is working alongside one of the Portuguese universities. Um, right. What were you excavating there? That was a multi-occupation site um, from Ro- uh, Roman Republic and Iron Age through to the Chalcolithic. Wow, amazing. Yeah, yeah. so we, we'd only uncovered the, the Roman um Mm. republic area but uh there's a lot more to explore there yeah it's great that you had so much opportunity to do to do field work before you got here so what was it a shock to to transition to commercial field work do you think or is it right the same it was a little bit yeah um some of the recording practices are um slightly different to what i've Mm-hmm. covered in research digs um it's a bit more in depth and some of right. the terminology okay. as well is is uh, used uh, a lot more frequently than you'd find in some of the research digs that i've done um 
it's also a lot faster paced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it took me a couple of weeks to kind of get into the swing of that. But I have noticed a significant increase in my ability to work through a feature um, mm. quickly and to also sort of uh, eye different artifacts and uh, oh, right. yeah, yeah. different fills and, and the texture of them as well. So it's been a really good experience so far and uh, kind of wish that I can keep doing it, really. <laughs> well, you know, in another year when you're released. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you've done, so you've done your two done your two years you're on your placement year what's mm -hmm. left for you in your third year yeah so uh the third year or, or the fourth year as it as it will be oh of course um, it'll be yeah fourth year. yeah uh, that um i do sort of four different modules um where i can explore uh, different things from the bronze age aegean to the uh, mesoamerica studies cool. um one of the ones that I'm really looking forward to do is sort of human bones and, yeah. and looking at that. Um, cool. And then also my dissertation as well. Mm. Um, so that's something to uh, look forward to. Yeah, definitely. So let's, uh, let's stop um, looking towards the future and, and let's think about the now. So, <laughs> tell, so you've told us a bit about the archaeology you're working on at the moment and that sounds really cool. Um, what other archaeological features and time periods have you been looking at? I mean there's been quite a few different features that I've I've worked on since uh, starting with uh, Archaeology Southeast. Um, I mean one of the sites that I was on fairly recently uh, we actually excavated some uh, very circular uh, pits that mm -hmm. had a, a charcoal layer at the bottom um, right. that recently we've we found out that they were uh, middle Iron Age uh, burnt uh -huh. pits. Very cool. Um, and at first we had absolutely no clue what they were, um, but they've been found in various different areas, uh, not just on the site that we were working on. Okay. So what, what are they the remains of? Do you know? Uh, at the moment, I don't know myself. Um, no. But it's possible that they were from hunter-gatherers uh, mm -hmm. cooking up sort of hunt food that they've hunted. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. That sounds really good. What other kind of features have you been working on? Um, so some of the, the features I started working on when I first got here um, were some Middle Bronze Age to Late Iron Age uh, ditches. And mm -hmm. they're quite quite large uh, in size. Yeah. They can be sort Did you of get two... big muscles from, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from matting those out? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like two to three metres wide and, and could oh, be God. over a metre uh, in depth from when, where we're excavating. Um, and one of the ones that I, I started on ended up being uh, two ditches uh, side by side. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, an, another terminus of a ditch okay. right at the bottom of it so it was quite a, a big big yeah. feature that I was working on yeah 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 have you found any cool artifacts while you've been digging like what's been your favorite find it's really hard to say um because isn't there's it so, so many, hard <laughs> yeah there's so many different things that you come across um I, I will admit a lot of people would probably say oh some of the metals or, or something that they found mm. um or some of the flint uh, work where they found sort of flint blades but uh, 
for me personally, it has to be uh, very recently, actually. I found an absolutely tiny uh, piece of mouse mandible. Um, ah! Absolutely tiny. And, uh, they're so small. <laughs> they're very small, yeah. And that has to be one of my, my favourite finds so far to date. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, thanks very much for finding that because uh, <laughs> that'll let me talk about, you know, uh, pests and uh longevity of context you know like mm-hmm. a pet of mice falling into things and dying are they being eaten because you know those romans like yeah <laughs> um so that's i mean did you just say that because you know who you're talking to <laughs> emily the zoo archaeologist you're like oh, i better choose a bone i don't know i found this mouse mandible the other day guess that'll do (laughs) (laughs) no no i mean it it was actually something that i'd never even thought of before um Mm. so when i found it 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 was in amongst uh, a bunch of really really wet clay i didn't Uh think that i'd find anything that small at all um and the only other uh, artifacts that we'd received from that feature was just some shell um okay so to find something that tiny was really exciting that's so cool (laughs) i always think like the question what's been your favorite find is such a is such a difficult question to to answer because you're often kind of like people want you to say like the treasure you know treasure in in inverted commas and i think as archaeologists we we're a bit concerned about the word treasure and and how it's used and misused and mm. that like not everything has to be metal and gold and silver to to be hugely hugely significant um and so yeah i always think that like when people ask you like what's your favorite find i'm always like actually it's just what the site tells me in general <laughs> you know like it's yeah. the patterns and and of course that's the that's the real thing that you find with archaeology like yes you you find these finds but it's the overall story that they contribute to that like the narrative that's the most important thing so have you learned any new sort of excavation-y skills like compared to your um fieldwork placements or have you just sort of refined the skills you already had pretty much i've sort of refined the skills that i've had mm. um when I did my my first two week uh, research dig, they teach you a lot of the mm. different fieldwork practices. Great, um, yeah. And because it, it's sort of UK based, um, mm, mm. and it's very similar to, to what we use at Archaeology Southeast. We're all, we're all UCL, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it was it was really easy to transfer everything that I'd learned over to my work here. Um, so I've been refining that quite a bit, but I've also, mm. uh, one of the things that I have learned that's new is uh, metal detecting and oh, cool. uh, the different types of samples that you take right. uh, when you're out on site. Mm-hmm. So like for people who might not know, what, what are we talking about with, with taking samples? So some of the samples that we take will be from uh, different layers of fill um from feature that we're working on and mm-hmm. that will be used to identify um time periods uh, mm-hmm. but they can also be used to find tiny fragments of artifacts that 
right. you wouldn't normally like be able to see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 or, yeah, or tiny bits of flint or um, ceramic uh, building materials and uh, shards of pot that we we might have missed. Yeah, yeah. So that it can tell us about the the depositional practices of the feature, right? Yeah. Especially if you're taking them within the different layers of a single feature. Yeah, and it gives you a much broader idea of what that feature is and um, mm -hmm. what the people of that that age were were doing whilst they were occupying that site. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you find uh, other organic materials like mm -hmm. uh, seed husks and uh, any yeah. food debris. Yeah, shout out to my colleagues in the um, in the archaeobotany corner on that front. I mean, of course, that's it's one of the reasons that we take these samples, right? To, like you said, to collect these things that otherwise wouldn't be collected, and mm. and seeds and organic material are particularly prone to being overlooked by sort of standard um, hand collecting techniques. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So let's let's move to the lab. Let's take our sample buckets <laughs> into the lab. So you said you've been doing some enviro processing. So you've, you've been doing flotation, is that right? I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I did that for a, a couple of weeks whilst I was in the lab. Um, right, yeah. Been yeah. massaging, massaging mud. And yeah, yeah, I'm finding, <laughs> really finding like... all the tiny little good bits. Yeah, it's all hurrying little floaty bits of black stuff off yeah. the edge of <laughs> into meshes yeah i find flotation really really relaxing sometimes yeah. like you know you can just sort of get into a rhythm with it stick a podcast on mm. um yeah it definitely yeah. has a, a therapeutic factor to it doesn't yeah, it yeah definitely and you know you can kind of convince yourself that you're having some sort of like mud therapy treatment like yeah you just yeah. get covered in mud doing flotation I don't know how people don't but I used to just be always just covered in it <laughs> yeah you, you do have to choose the clothes that you wear that day really don't you yeah because you, you know really you're do. gonna get muddy yeah and that's the thing isn't it like you don't just get muddy out in the field <laughs> archaeology is quite quite dirty <laughs> wherever you are yeah. whatever stage of the process you're at you know I'm always like when I'm doing animal bones because I just get dusty all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Stick like a a plastic bag over my keyboard so we don't get little bits of bones stuck in the keys. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you done any wet sieving yet? I have. Um, not in the lab. I actually did, uh -huh. uh, I actually did it out in the field. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So we had to had to sieve through a, a load of test pits that we'd done um, to search for uh, fragments of microliths. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So that so that was quite fun. I actually enjoyed that. So, what kind of um, have you done any specialist work yet? And I know you haven't done any zoo arc work because I'd know. No, I haven't. <laughs> there is. It's quite difficult at the moment um of because of everyone uh, doing remote working yeah. um so it's hard to find the time where uh, both you and the specialist are able to mm -hmm. to get into the office uh and to be able to work on something um i have worked alongside uh, alice uh geoarchaeology mm -hmm. um where we've taken some data from uh auguring that we did in the field 
and oh, great. we we were able to uh, use a program to make a a three D image of the different geological layers of a feature, Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. uh, and it's really really nice to be able to see everything in their layers Yeah. because um, you don't you don't always get to see that fully uh, in some of the features you're working on. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can imagine it like it's really cool to take something you did in the field and then analyse it as well. You can see the whole reasoning behind why you were there. Yeah. you know, boreholing or, or taking samples and... Yeah, so that was one of the really, really fun ones to explore. Um, and there's another one that recently that I worked uh, with um, doing conservation work with Alistair. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. so we, Jealous. Very I know, jealous. yeah. <laughs> he gets all the good stuff. Uh, I know, you, you might be more jealous <laughs> with what I'm about to tell you as well. oh no. <laughs> Um, so I had the opportunity to go down to Fishbourne Roman Palace uh, with Alistair. Um, No, I know, take me with you. I know. Uh, and we we were able to use their x-ray machine that Ah, they've got there <laughs> oh, cool. and um, x-ray uh, metals from various different sites. Um, Yeah. and some of the artifacts that we, we were x-raying With the naked eye, you can't see anything at all on them. Um, but Mm. in the x-rays, you can see all this really fine detail, um, different words, different prints. Um, Wow. it, yeah, it was really, really uh, a fantastic experience. And Yeah. I kind of wish that everyone could do that and, and I'm pig have sick. a look. <laughs> so jealous. So you've done conservation and you've done some geoarchaeology stuff. Yeah. Any other specialist work or is it just time to talk about what you're looking forward to? <laughs> No other specialist work yet, but I'm hoping uh, in the next few months before my placement ends, um, I'll have the, the opportunity to work along some Yeah. of the specialists. Uh, I know I've talked with yourself uh, about Yeah. doing some zoo arc. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm really looking forward <laughs> to that. yeah, I'm sure that we can make it work. Like, you know, we've got safe COVID working policies in the office. We can be two metres apart, face masks on, all the doors open, you know, gingerly passing bones backwards and forwards. Maybe with, with like those grabber tools. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. um, no, probably, probably not with grabber tools. Or we'll just sanitise our hands regularly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah, this is the thing, like, I, I do really feel for you and, um, and for Naharika as well, the, the student that came before you, you know, we were, Mm. we were just, I think I'd done one day of Zuarka work with her and then the whole office shut down and that Oh. was it. Like, we weren't allowed into the office, so yeah. Um, It's a difficult time to do your placement, but I think I think you've done it the right way round with safe working practices in the field kind of first and then working one on one with the specialists. Uh, Yeah. in the summer, hopefully when when things are a bit better, I know we've been saying this for for months now as a as a population. <laughs> But. yeah. Yeah, hopefully, uh, as you say, everything will ease up a little bit coming Yeah. into the summer and um, we'll have more of an opportunity to work alongside each other and uh, really get into things.
yeah i've got a really great site for us to work on if uh if covid allows so um anything else that you're particularly looking forward to i mean you're literally going to sample the whole company so yeah um <laughs> i mean i'm i'm looking forward to uh, having an opportunity to work alongside some of the uh, illustration uh, yeah, work and the, and the historic buildings as well yeah um, yeah yeah that's something that i really am looking forward to is something that I've never really explored before mm. um so it'd be nice to further my knowledge yeah definitely and I'm kind of jealous as well like have you you'll have the chance eventually to do some archiving work I guess with our with our archivist and like that's just great because you'll get to you'll have done the whole thing then won't you from stuff coming out of the ground all the way through to to what happens with it afterwards and yeah yeah it's yeah. it's really a phenomenal experience for me to be able to to undertake and I'm, I'm really quite lucky um yeah. that I've been able to continue even with the pandemic going on yeah that's true yeah definitely um has anything that you've uh, done so far impacted what you're thinking of like doing your dissertation on perhaps in your third in your fourth year yeah, well, I, I had a an idea previously that I was mm -hmm. looking forward to doing, but COVID kind of shut that one down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've had a few different ideas come up for dissertation work, and uh, I, I won't won't say too much here because there's <laughs> a lot more research I need to do. But um, right. Yeah, it's there's definitely a few options available for me to look into. Great. Oh, looking forward to, to hearing more about your research in the future. <laughs> so I've got a few more questions for you and they are about the future, but mm -hmm. sort of um, beyond your degree. So are you, do you know what you're planning to do after you finish your undergrad degree? And it's completely fine to not know because I certainly didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I didn't know uh, what I was mm. going to do uh, at all and until I started my placement year and yeah. um, gradually I've come to more of an understanding of uh, what what I'm looking for when I when I graduate. Um, ideally I'd like to be able to to come back to Archaeology Southeast and, and yeah. work, work with you again. Um, oh, yes please. <laughs> yeah uh, and it, you know if I can I'd also like to explore a, a master's at some point mm -hmm. um, yeah. but as yet I'm not entirely sure what pathway I want to go down with that yeah it's just so great that you've you've had the opportunity to see what it really is like working in development-led archaeology and um and so you can make kind of more of an informed decision I guess about what you want to do after yeah and that was part of the reason for me choosing the placement year because it mm. really does give you a really great understanding of how the industry works definitely yeah okay my final question for you mm -hmm. is what advice would you give to other placement students or other students thinking of doing the placement year? Sure. Uh, so the first thing I, I will say is that even if you haven't done any fieldwork before, uh, it, it honestly doesn't matter. Archaeology Southeast will train you in everything that you need. Um, mm -hmm. But also really just to, to ask questions. Um, right. Asking questions about everything that you could possibly think of or anything that you're doing or even just something that you've you've found um, in terms of an artifact because all the people that work out in the field and out in the offices are really experienced at, at what mm. they're doing 
and they've got so much knowledge that they're willing to share. That's really great. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful sentiment. Just, it is true though, you know, I came to commercial archaeology only like three years ago when I finished my PhD and I knew very little about the way that commercial archaeology worked and definitely asked my fair share of questions along the way and continue to ask them to this day. <laughs> every day is a school day. <laughs> it is, yeah, every day is a school day. Well, I think that that rounds us off quite nicely. So thank you so much for, you know, just to let everybody know, it is the evening now. Uh, Alex has been out on site all day and still agreed to talk to me on the podcast. So thank you so much for that. No, you're welcome. And thank you for having me on. Yeah, no worries. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Archaeology Southeast Digs Deeper. You can find more information about the episode in the show notes or on our website at ucl.ac.uk forward slash archaeology dash south dash east forward slash podcast. For more archaeology content, follow us on Twitter at ArcSoutheast and Facebook and Instagram at Archaeology Southeast. Thanks for listening.